Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. We had so much to talk about related to how to lead during this time that we decided to do a third installment on the topic, Leadership in a Crisis, and this was recorded back in May 2020. In this episode, my co-host Kevin Ring and I talk about community leadership. Sometimes helping your community is the one way you have control when you feel absolutely powerless in all other ways. Uh, It's also a great way to grow your brand and your influence. So please enjoy. So remembering is honestly like probably the hardest thing for me right now because I feel like I'm really productive in every aspect of my life, but there's no barriers between them that it's really hard to like shut off. So it's not like you close your computer and go home, you know, or you're on a call and your kid comes in. And so it's just interesting because I found myself really trying to weave in, like weave in the threads of of doing everything really well and it's draining, but it works. It's just interesting how there's no like barriers or boundaries in this time. Yeah. And time is moving fast and slow. (laughs) So I don't really know. So. Yeah, speaking of time, it's uh, time for our next installment of oh, right. Leadership in a Crisis. I think we're on part three. I'm Kevin Ring uh, from Hot Dog Marketing. Yeah, and I'm Jessica. Good to see everybody again, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for us, this is a chance for Jessica and I to talk through um, some of the aspects of how companies can be really productive in this time. Um, and, and I use the word productive. I don't want to be opportunistic. We don't want to be profiteering. Um, but this really is a chance for companies who have strong leadership to lay a foundation to perform really well, um, but then also to come out of this in a stronger position. And and statistically, companies that invest smartly energy resources in this time uh, leapfrog their competition. So that's our intention. Um, And today we're talking about part three, which is uh, community leadership. And so I'm really excited to talk to you about this, Jessica, because I think you do this uh, instinctively and I think you do it really well. And I think that's one of the great things that our community values about our company is uh, the involvement that we've had. Um, But then particularly just even seeing the instinct to lead not just yourself, your family, but uh, us as a company and our clients um, moving on to, to lead and, and serve in the community. And so I think I'd like to kick it off just by asking you um, how you think about leadership in the community. Mm, yeah, thank you. You know, I was just uh, while you were talking about that and you said I did it, I do it instinctively. And I had just told somebody recently, they asked, what is it that you miss most about business as usual right now? And I said, well, I miss my, my staff. I miss seeing people at work. I miss seeing our clients. But the community involvement piece, which is like my hobby almost, is yeah. because I can't get enough of people. I literally like go out and try to find more people to hang out with all the time. So I'm having a really hard time right now. Um, but yeah, I think um, you remember when... I don't know if you've ever done the seven habits of highly effective people, mm-hmm. but I think I realized a long time ago, um, the people, there's a, there's a part of that where they say, you know, you should focus on 
career, family, you know, you put out all your big rocks and how you prioritize that. And for people who go to church and have that, that maybe that's their spirituality. For me, it's really community involvement, mm-hmm. making sure that I give back in that way. And so that's always been a part of it for me for a very long time. So I've always volunteered as part of my career. And when we set up this business here in Round Rock, I thought, I'm expecting this city to support my business. And I want to make sure I give back because it otherwise feels very selfish to be like, no, you come do business with us. Yeah. I'm not going to give anything back to the community. Um, so we try to do as much as we can. And it's very, it's helped a lot in this instance too, because I think we've positioned ourselves as a, a leader in some way in this community. Um, so we've been very helpful, but I think at this time of, of need, we don't have to market ourselves quite as hard. People already know who we are because of the work we've been doing in the community so far. So yeah. today I want to talk about it because I don't think it's too late. I don't think if your business hasn't been doing this or this hasn't been part of the plan or it doesn't come instinctually to you, there's still ways you can get involved now and you might see some benefit for your business, but certainly for your, your spiritual growth, you'll see something from it during this time. Yeah, I think that's really good because I think because this is so, uh, we're so limited in the day to day that we're kind of isolated uh, maybe, you know, you're isolated just literally by yourself. Maybe yeah. you're isolated into the circumstances. And so the, the natural transitions that uh, happen throughout a day aren't there. And mm-hmm. just, I think we need that extra energy that mm-hmm. comes from those sources. So I really like the way that you describe that. Yeah, it can be empowering. You know, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine who feels pretty powerless right now mm-hmm. with stuff going on. And I think for many of us, when there are situations where we don't have control, we're trying to find ways to contribute somehow or do something or help. And that can be the way that we gain a little bit of control back in a situation that doesn't feel like we have a lot of control. And I would yeah. guess that most leaders and businesses have control issues. And this could be one way to funnel that energy positively. I just had to guess. So uh, I'm going to have to go back and edit that because I can't have you talking about our leaders that way. They, I told you exactly what to say and you didn't say it, Jessica. No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. So yeah. what, what have we, what have, what do you think in terms of, so I'm a business leader mm-hmm. I'm a couple of weeks into this, I've gotten a clear sense of, of what stability looks like. Mm-hmm. For now, I don't know how long this is going to last. Um, I've had to pivot, pivot maybe. Um, h- how should I even begin to think about what can I do mm-hmm. to pay attention and meet needs around me? Yeah, that's right. So I think of community involvement in kind of three layers. Um, the first one is when things are normal, would be like volunteerism and networking and just kind of that individual one-on-one time you have to yeah. kind of figure out who does what in a community and how do you fit in and looking for those opportunities? Well, we don't have a lot of face to face right now. I don't think that should hurt anybody's chances of actually figuring out who to network with. And the truth is there's probably a lot of people at different organizations that are taking, you know, one-on-one zoom meetings right now, because there's not a lot of other stuff to do. 
So if there's someone you've always wanted to meet at a, at a nonprofit or an association or a chamber that you're currently interested in getting involved with, what a good time to kind of get that information, do some one-on-one networking. Yeah. I love Zoom networking because there's no driving. You know, I don't waste my whole day just getting to the meeting and back, right? I don't yeah. have to buy coffee, yeah. you know, all that good stuff that comes with that. So um, there's, that's the substitute. Yeah. So, oh, so just really, real quick, um, you see community involvement okay. as kind of community building, right? So engaging those people uh, who are part of the same ecosystem that you're in. And so uh, the, the first tip is is kind of focus on it as networking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. Sorry, yeah, because I, I think it's sure. kind of a information gathering too, because I don't know if, uh, if you're a new business and I think this might be reminiscent of people who start businesses and don't know where to start. They go to networking groups or they go to happy hours just to meet and greet people. And I used to tell people my whole first year with this company was I shook as many hands as possible, (laughs) you know, don't shake any hands. You can't do that right now. So Hot Dog Marketing does not endorse handshaking in April 2020. (laughs) No, but I think you can hit up some websites and see who do you want to talk to and try to get those meetings set up and just find out what other people need. What are they looking for? Figure out how you can help or who you can connect them to. And then I think kind of build that weave, that net for yourself. um, You'll find more opportunities. Yeah, I think that's really great because everybody's sitting around wondering the same things. And mm-hmm. so what a leader does is they they basically voice what everyone else wishes mm-hmm. that they had asked. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to reach out and just say, Hey, I was thinking about this. Would you like to be part of it? What 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 do you think we can do? I really like yeah. that. Yeah. What uh so what what what's next in terms you said there were three kind of yeah. layers you like to think about it in? Yeah, the second one is financial contributions. And this is obviously a better fit for businesses that have those resources to give back. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a normal setting, you would be sponsoring events or doing some sort of annual giving or including community organizations in your kind of day-to-day business operations in some way. Um, Hot Dog Marketing gives back to the Texas Humane Heroes, which is an animal rescue we're active in the chamber. You know, these are all things that are important to the company and we do on a regular basis. But what you can do now, if you have those resources, if you're fortunate enough to be operating and still making revenue and you feel like you need to do something, there are so many places that could just use a little bit of financial help during this time. Yeah. Um, you know, including in our city, there was a fund set up for supporting other small businesses, which was huge. But there's yeah. also food pantries that need lots of help right now. And that's there's an incredible amount of opportunity. And because we're in marketing, I have to say, sometimes you can be a little tone deaf if you're marketing yourself without having some sort of community awareness and yeah. some of the communication you're doing right now. So if there is an opportunity for you to give financial resources to something that's meaningful to the community you're in, it gives you some stuff to talk about online without being tone deaf. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I really like that. No, I know one of the the companies I'm familiar with, they actually have a employee-led fund um, mm. that they match 
because they really embody the value of supporting each other and supporting the community. And it's enabled them to do some really amazing things. And so this is a a time where amazing things really go a long way. That's true. For the impact that they have, right? Mm -hmm. This is, I don't want anyone to hear us saying, hey, you need to give so that you can turn around and say, hey, look at us, look what we're doing. Right. Uh, that's that's self-serving. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to give so that you have accountability, you have authority, and, and you build trust, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's that, it, you know, leadership is what, what you do when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. And that is really, I think, what I love about this point is, Give what you can mm-hmm. because people are going to notice. Mm-hmm. And that that ultimately will will enable you to to grow, to to you know, to really uh, step ahead in terms of of the esteem that the community has for your business. Mm-hmm. And that'll just enable you to do more. It's it's really a great uh, virtuous cycle if you do it with the right intentions. So I really, yeah. I really appreciate that one. I will- you know, we talk to clients a lot about brand equity and that doing marketing consistently over a long period of time builds brand equity. And one thing that I have mentioned before in speaking engagements is you can build negative brand equity or kind of meaningless brand mm-hmm. equity with your customer. And so doing these little pieces of positive things in the community, when they take notice, you're not just building brand recognition, but it's that positive brand equity that lasts a very, very long time. It's extremely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. So what's, uh, what's the third layer? Yeah. The third layer I see as companies get larger and I think Dell and our community is a good example of this. The companies that have a lot of resources start figuring out ways to make bigger impacts Um, through vendor procurement programs where they're supporting small businesses. Maybe there's talent development where they're doing internships or partnering with colleges and they're actually affecting the workforce in the area. Yeah. Um, I think business leaders who know that hiring is important or that they do purchase a lot from the local community or can have some economic impact should be figuring out ways to do more of that now more than ever. Yeah. Dell's going to be fine, you know, and they have done quite a bit in the community to smart, to support small businesses during this time. They're a big contributor to that round rock um, fund. And so I think that's a great example. So if you're the leader of a, of a larger company and you put some programs in the place in the past, what can you do with those programs now to kind of pivot them to address the situation we're in? Yeah. You need to do that good work. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think one of the things that um, we really talk about is is the the business environment supports your growth, um, mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity to to nurture your business environment. And so, what's really great about those programs, like employee development, is is that you're not just impacting uh, your bottom line by training up highly skilled employees, but you're impacting their life, right? You're making them more qualified. You're, you're increasing their quality of life. Uh, and so if you scale up and think about on a community perspective, making those kinds of, of contributions mm-hmm. in this time specifically is, is really going to help nurture the health of your community. Mm-hmm. Everybody's being impacted and, and, and the impact is going to last 
And so it's a great way to offset some of the negative longer term implications of unemployment under, you know, development of, of skills and things like that. So, um, yeah, so that's really good. So uh, just to, to recap uh, and mm-hmm. make sure that I was paying attention, um, <laughs> leadership in your community, especially in this time, it really looks like stepping out and leading in networking, right? Mm-hmm. Community building. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity for business leaders to uh, start engaging even mm-hmm. more in their community. And yeah. a really natural way to start the conversation is, hey, how's it going? What What are you needing? Like, what? what about this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second is, is the financial, right? So being able to leverage the resources that comes with your business profitability and success to give back to the community. And, and, mm-hmm. and really what the main outcome of that is, is that you begin to earn the trust without like indirectly, it builds your brand equity so that mm-hmm. that's what people know you for. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, are drawn to you because they know that you care about them. Uh, and then third, finally, is investing in the programs that are mm-hmm. going to really build up your community and the resources and the people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the things that, you know, you're probably thinking, oh, that's great. How do I start? Yeah. Honestly, I think the best thing that a, a leader can do right now and as you're talking to your team, you know, in your team agenda, just add a 10-minute conversation that says, hey, who, who should we help right now? Is there anyone in your life? Is there any group that you care about? Like, let your employees be part of this too, because it, it, it's not a top-down thing. Uh, this is a cultural leadership um, aspect that you really want to instill in your employees because mm-hmm. their ability to be focused outwardly is going to translate into great customer uh, focus is going to great. It's going to translate into great like responsibility for carrying your brand, and mm-hmm. and the way that that starts is really just inviting them into the process. So, yeah. and I think that's a really good point too. When you talk about involving employees, I think about the opportunity. Like we mentioned, kind of at the top of the recording, was companies that do well right now, they will grow after this is done, and will be out there hiring. And I think the best brand ambassadors any company has is their team. So yeah. how you treat them now and how you step up with them right now and get them involved in your community leadership, it's a really great opportunity to kind of build that reputation with the people who might come work for you as your company grows. Yeah, no, I think that that's a really good point. And I really think it's a good point to end on because, you know, part of, of this series in leadership in a crisis is, is there's the crisis, there's the immediacy, and then there's the new normal as we're managing through this. But coming out of it, uh, the cyclical nature of of business means that there is going to be a new phase of growth. And and I think for our our next part, part four, um, what we're gonna talk about is is what you should be doing now Mm -hmm. to tend the the, the fertile and, and keep the ground fertile as far as it comes to ways to engage, look at and, and really understand your customers and their needs. Yeah. Because companies that can do that are the ones who are going to uh, really build momentum to come out strong when the growth phases restart. So yeah. I really look forward to talking to you more about that. So yeah. 
All right. Who, know, who knows when it'll be? It may be a couple days from now. It may be a couple seconds from now. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Awesome. I'll just make well, sure to wear the same shirt. <laughs> well, so then, then we have to wait long enough for both of us to do laundry and then yeah. get back to these outfits. That's okay, so yeah. So next time you see us, we'll have changed <laughs> clothes. Anyway, thanks everybody. All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.